0: You are listening to the Flourish to 7 Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number 64. Welcome to the Flourish to 7 Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. If you could add an additional $3,000 to $10,000 per month in revenue, would that help you get to seven figures faster? Well, my guest today is a marketing master. He's an absolute ninja when it comes to affiliate marketing, chatbots, and more. Hey, hey, I'm Monica Louie, and welcome to episode 64. Thank you so much for joining me for the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. Before we dive into the interview, if you are new to the podcast and don't know me yet, I want to welcome you. I am Monica Louie. I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and I run a successful ads agency where my team and I manage ads for six and seven figure online businesses. I'm also the creator of Flourish with Facebook ads, which is my online trading program that teaches my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. My team and I have managed more than $2.5 million in ad spend and served more than 1,000 students and clients. We are in the trenches every single day, keeping a pulse on what's working now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. And while I absolutely love teaching about Facebook and Instagram ads, the goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. And today... We're talking about affiliate marketing, chatbots, and Facebook ads. My guest today is Antonio X. Carter. Antonio is an affiliate marketing coach who specializes in all things making money online. He has been very busy in the online space for eight years and likes to help business owners create an extra layer of income with affiliate marketing and email. And he's one of my longtime students in my online training program, Flourish with Facebook Ads. Listen in as Antonio shares his best kept secrets for increasing your revenues with affiliate marketing, how to use chatbots to find qualified leads, and what to do when rejection strikes with your Facebook ads. This episode is chock full of great tips that can help you make more money in your business today. Before we dive in, I want to make sure you know that you can find all the links and resources that are mentioned in today's episode at monicalouie.com slash 64. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-L-O-U-I-E.com slash the number 64. All right, here it is, my interview with Antonio X. Carter from antonioxcarter.com. Hey, Antonio, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Welcome to the Flourish to 7 Figures podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: So I would love to hear your story of how you became an entrepreneur. But first, before we dive into that, can you just let everybody know who you are and what you do? How do you help people
1: online? Yeah. So my name that I currently go by is Antonio X. Carter. You know, that middle initial is Xavier, which please don't wear out my middle name, anybody who's listening. But uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I started out doing affiliate marketing originally out of necessity. (laughs) And it's because I had originally started out in real estate. I started out in real estate, made some money and I did not really reinvest it properly. And so then I found myself in situations I was newly married and had my lights shut off, which you can ask me more questions about that later if you want to hear about that story. And um, instead of trying to do something else that had a lot of overhead Affiliate marketing is one of the few tools and methods that you could use to make a good amount of income online and without doing as much work as well and uh, be profitable. So that's how that happened. And then Facebook ads was something that I love, something that I know that I could leverage in many ways, more than one. And then all of a sudden you came into the picture because I was introduced to you by Michelle... Is it Schroeder-Gartner? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So when you first... I think it's when you first launched your course. I'm not too sure. But you launched a course and I got in. And then it was just perfect because I was doing blogging with affiliate marketing. And you were helping people who were bloggers. So in a nutshell, I also have a coaching program for affiliate marketers. So uh, that's pretty much my story in a nutshell.
0: Very cool. Okay. So go back. You said... You had the the light shut off, you were newly married. And <laughs> so how did you get started with affiliate marketing? Did you start blogging right away and then you know apply affiliate marketing? Or did you go a different route? How did that work out?
1: No, it's actually very funny. Affiliate marketing has been something I've kept my eyes on for quite some time. Do you know who Anthony Morrison is?
0: I don't, but I feel like I should. Who is that?
1: Yeah, he's, he's a big internet marketer guy. Big time internet marketer guy. And so at the time, before I got into real estate, I saw one of those weird infomercials. You know, you're staying up after like 1 a.m. and it's these weird commercials that you probably have no business watching. And I'm like, who buys from these things? Nobody ever buys from these things. Well, guess what? I purchased a book from those weird infomercials. It had to deal with real estate and it had to deal with internet marketing. So that was pre-2012. Fast forward a little bit after that, got into the whole real estate thing. And affiliate marketing was something that I really enjoyed because I've read the books. I just couldn't figure it out. So I put it onto the side. And so then after the whole thing happened with real estate, I had just got married. I blew all of my money. I mean, I was making thousands of dollars with, with real estate. It was pretty awesome. And then comes the part where it was kind of like my low level. I just spent a whole bunch of money on coaching. And as entrepreneurs, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate that there's so many shiny objects. Everything seems like a great opportunity and it does work, but I was putting too many irons in a fire, as they would say. So then I couldn't pay the light bill because I was stretched out on all of this coaching. I was paying $500 a month to one particular guy and I just really wasn't getting the results that I needed. So I had to go out and get another job. And within that time, I began to try to find other things to make money that didn't involve the type of investment that real estate had. So I got in touch with Fiverr.com, which I'm sure you're familiar with, right? Oh, yes. Yes. So Fiverr, there was a way to sell your services and products and sneak some affiliate products in there to make the extra commission. So I was making $500 to $1,000 per month using these cool little techniques with affiliate marketing and Fiverr. So I kind of started a coaching program from there. I purchased some coaching of my own from a guy named Fergal Downs. And he taught me how to create products and put them on a uh, platform called Warrior Forum. And that kind of just got me off to the races. And so I was hooked with affiliate marketing and internet marketing ever since.
0: Very cool. Okay, so and now you help others with their affiliate marketing strategy. And so I'd love to hear what is working now in the world of affiliate marketing? What are you teaching to your students and your clients? What's the best way to approach it right now?
1: Mm, This is a good question. So there's two audiences that I typically work with. One is business owners such as yourself and myself. And individuals like this already have tools and resources at hand. They just need to know how to monetize those things. So for example, if we take yourself, you have a website. If you didn't already have a blog, uh, that's something that we could definitely start like ASAP. Some people don't like to write. So then it's like, hey, with email, you have tons of places where you could put affiliate links under your signature. You do a lot of stuff on Facebook or Instagram, whatever the case may be, YouTube videos. Let's monetize what you already have. Then there's those who are absolute beginners or there are people who have been in the internet marketing space for some time and it's just not working for them. And so I've been a frustrated, struggling affiliate marketer myself and I can relate to that individual and I resonate pretty loudly with those individuals. These are the people who purchase products all the time. They try different techniques, probably make a little money here and there and it just doesn't work. So the problem is, The marketplace is so saturated with noise that (laughs) the average individual hears something and it's like, oh, squirrel, let me go try that one. And then they say, oh, this doesn't work. It's not that it doesn't work, it all works. But you just really haven't really taken the time to allow the results to happen for that one thing. So here is where I come in as the coach and say, drop that, drop that, and drop that. You need to focus on this. I love to use what's called solo ads. Solo ads is one of those things that people say is dead. And (laughs) quite the contrary. I just recently ran a campaign, uh, spent $500 and I made $1,500. I teach my students how to do this. And uh, what I've come to notice is that a lot of marketers will say something doesn't work, but in return, it's just because it's not working for them. That's key right there.
0: Oh absolutely. I see that all the time in the world of Facebook ads is that, you know, you and I know there's a lot of potential with Facebook ads and you can have great success with Facebook ads, but it's about, you know, focusing and sticking with the strategy long enough and testing and tweaking enough oh so God. that you can begin to realize those results. So, you and I are preaching the same message.
1: Yes, you're preaching to me there. It's like, "Hey Monica, can can I leave this ad running for more than 3 days?" No. <laughs> <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> Just let it run.
0: Absolutely. So, okay, going back to solo ads, can you explain what that is? What kind of platform is that? What approach is that? I haven't heard of that.
1: Haha! <laughs> I'm actually going to talk about something that you don't know about, Monica? What? <laughs> this is an honor right here. I love this. No, really, solo ads is... Let's say you have a list of 10,000 people, an email list. And I come to you. I'm person A, you're person B. Person A comes to person B and says, Hey, you have this list of 10,000 individuals. I want to promote my product to your list. And you'll say, sure, but you have to pay me 50 cents for every click that happens. And you're able to use this with tracking software. I use something called Click Magic, Works very well. And so I would then pay you, I don't know, $500. We'll just use the example that I used previously. I'll pay you $500. $500 if you charge me 50 cents per click. You just made a good chunk of change for me for very little time and effort because all you're going to do is send out my link to your email list. Once those clicks go through, you stop the clicks. And then for me, what I get in return is a perfect targeted list going to my offer in hopes of building my list or getting a sell. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. So are we the ones sending the email or are we the ones providing the link?
1: You're the ones person B is, is sending the email. So essentially, email. I'm okay. renting out your list. I see. Yeah. Well, actually, you're renting your list out to me. Right. Yeah. So th- that's how that works. And so whatever link that I have in the market or niche, that depends upon the solo ad vendor of who I'm going to contact to work with.
0: So, is this a website that helps you connect with people who are businesses that would be good to go into this partnership with?
1: There's a couple of them. Uh, There's some there. You have Solo Ads X, there's a couple of Facebook forums. But surprisingly, what happens, what I've found out is that the people who are not advertised on the internet have the best lists. And I've definitely combed through so many people, I've wasted a lot of money because I'm a coach. For my students who work with me, I want them to have somebody who I know produces results in sales. So I've kind of climbed the highest mountains and swam the deepest seas in order to find these people.
0: And so then are you the one helping to connect them with your students? Or how does that work? How do we find these deals? And what is the criteria? Because you said people not advertising mm-hmm. have the best list. So how do we find these folks, these
1: businesses? Well, like I said, I'm very guilty of purchasing so many different courses from my time of of doing this stuff and research. So in these courses, various people like the course creators would recommend the solo ad vendors. At the time, I didn't really have the money to purchase the amount of traffic that I purchase now. And so that was one way. And so the other way was I would go through the Facebook groups and type in like solo ads marketplace solo ads, testimonials. There's so many of these things on Facebook. It's really crazy. So then they do these testimonials. They say, hey, I purchased a thousand clicks. I received this amount. My conversion rate for the opt-in page was like 50% or 30%. And even for those who purchase bad traffic, they'll say, hey, don't purchase from this person. Uh, He has a whole bunch of bots, which produces fake clicks on his list. Don't do that. And so I pretty much put on my detective hat, Monica, and I went to town. And that's how I did it. Now, I had to spend the money, but I was glad to do so because once I found those people who actually produced the sales, it's just simply a matter of rinse and repeat.
0: Very cool. So what would be the first step to getting started with this? So let's say, you know we have our list, we've built up our list, we have a good audience. And... Then do I just go on Facebook and look for those, or is there a better way? Those Facebook groups, or is there a better way?
1: If you're the buyer,
0: if no, if I'm the one with the email list and I mm-hmm. want to, you know, figure out this kind of partnership so that I can produce those links for an advertiser on my email list.
1: Oh, first of all, you need to contact me, Monica. I mean, that's that's number one. We get that out the way. No, but uh, seriously, yeah, there's multiple different ways, right? You have a couple of different platforms. I would probably recommend that I believe that your name is big enough to where you could just say, hey, I'm selling clicks. These are the type of people that's on my list. If you're interested in getting targeted traffic to your offer, contact me. Other individuals have a website. Obviously, they have to get traffic to that website somehow. In that case, they do get involved with the solo ads Facebook groups. And so typically, I would recommend If you are interested in doing solo ads, if you're interested in renting your list out, you're probably looking at having a list between like 20 and 60,000 plus because when people begin to purchase traffic, you don't want to burn out your list. Along with that, you have to know how to segment your list. And with segmentation, which is something I teach within my coaching and email marketing, you have to know how to separate your lists in different ways to get more functionality out of them. And so that's one of the questions I actually ask some vendors is if they segment their list. That way you can take a 10 to 20,000 member list and work it as if it's a 100,000 member list. Mm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of money to be had in here (laughs) as a solo ad vendor.
0: So how is this different from like, I'm an affiliate for ConvertKit. It's my email service provider that I use and I love. And sometimes I'll link to that when appropriate in you know, show notes of my podcast or in an email as you know, a resource, as a tool that is helpful to my audience. And so is that just the same kind of thing? We want it to make sure that it's a good fit for our audience and so that we can you know, help that vendor get the clicks.
1: Yeah, great question yes to everything that you just really said. There's no bad way of doing affiliate marketing. But of course, just like Facebook ads, it's a matter of tweaking as time goes along. So you you get some results, you get some data. Oh, this works. We need to get that optimization a little bit better. So then we tweak things. You do want to be a little strategic when it comes to the particular market that you're throwing products at. But again, for me, it goes through segmentation. So Theoretically, let's say, Monica, you have a list of 20,000. And then you want to promote ConvertKit. So you throw a couple of fillers out there. Let's say you send out three emails in a row. See who's interested in autoresponder. See who's interested in different types of businesses that involve email. So now you have, I don't know, 3,000 people who's interested in open that particular email. Oh, they're perfect for ConvertKit then you can take another segmentation of your list and somehow figure out how they can use autoresponders. It's it's just a I don't want to say that you're playing a trick on your list per se, but there's many different ways to get them to purchase a convert kit like subscription from you. But yeah, essentially you're just sending them the affiliate link and you're telling your stories, uh, you're doing webinars. You're doing stuff like this, like your podcast, and you're talking about how ConvertKit has changed your life. You're just kind of trickling ConvertKit all over the place and people are catching on because you use it. You recommend it. So it's not a hard sell. You're not pushing the sell. You just simply recommend what you have already. So
0: then as the affiliate, would you recommend just you know focusing, like you were mentioning earlier, focusing on maybe a few core products mm-hmm. to promote because you don't want to you know come across spammy to your audience of like I'm recommending exactly. this thing and I'm recommending this thing and I'm recommending this thing. So how do you kind of balance that?
1: This is a perfect question. I love this question because when we come across different markets, you learn that spammy to do things correctly it varies for each and every different market. When I say market, I, I also say niche, but some people say, hey, don't say niche, it's, it's niche. So I just say market. <laughs> but um, yeah, so to not be spammy, I typically have about three products at one time. And these are either like, I don't know, monthly recurring products because that works very well for me. I don't have to work very hard in order to do something like promote ConvertKit, which brings me monthly commissions. Then I also have about one to three high end or high ticket products that I will promote through the course of about one to two months because you don't want to do it a lot. I'm pretty sure we've all received those emails that says, hey, this webinar is closing in 12 hours. This webinar is closing in eight hours. This webinar right. is closing in four hours, you know? And if I was to do that all the time, my list is going to get worn out. And I'm not really cultivating that relationship with my list in order to get them to purchase. The people are on your list to hear from you, they want to hear your stories, they want to see how you're overcoming. And by the way, you just so happen to sell a couple of things and recommend things. So, in full retrospect, to really fully answer your question, I take about three to four products the week before I plan to see what I'm going to promote. And then, when there's a huge launch of a product, you have Groove Pages, which is coming out. You also had another product called Asiago, which I think is an e commerce product. And they sold their stuff for $2,000 with a 50% commission. So that's a $1,000 commission. I knew about this launch since March. So, best believe that is going to be in my rotation of products to promote. Does that make sense?
0: Oh yeah. And you know, you're you're vetting for the quality products. So how do you unless you already have a relationship, you know, you come across a new product, how do you know that it's going to be a good product, a good offering for your audience?
1: Most of the time, for like big launches, most of the names you can kind of research a lot of people have done these things before. That's one. Two, you can kind of hear the chatter behind it. You can go into forums and everything and you can hear people just really hearing the anticipation about what's going to happen with this launch. If it's somebody that I don't know, most of the time, if it's a low ticket item, it doesn't matter. But to really, as you would say, that particular product, if they're not giving a JV page, which most affiliate marketers should be used or they should know what that term is, JB JV page gives you all of the products, maybe some access, maybe not. Sometimes you have to kind of ask the owner to get access to the product so that you can actually see it. They give you resources, description. A lot of times these people have contests and so they're giving cash money prizes and everything. You have to do a little bit of research to know how legit a lot of these things are. And then of course, the platforms. Platforms like clickbank.com. ClickBank.com has been getting a lot of flack from the marketers and I'm putting quotations around marketers because it's just been like a huge target lately for whatever reason. But ClickBank has all legit offers. I have no problem promoting anything on ClickBank.com, but I have parameters as to whether I'm going to promote something or not within that platform.
0: So what are those parameters?
1: Those parameters. It's a secret. (laughs) Of course not. Everything goes on your podcast, right? Yes. 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 My parameters when it comes to clickbank.com, you have something called gravity. With the gravity, that means the amount of products sold within a given time period. Nobody really knows what that time period is. It's kind of the funny part. But most people say between 30 to 60 days. So if it's a gravity of 50 that means that at least 50 people have sold that product within that given time period. But those people could have sold 500 of those products or just one, but they still only count as one. So the gravity being 50, that means 50 people had sold that product. Did I confuse you there?
0: No. So I mean... If it's a higher gravity number, that's good because that means more people are selling, which means that it's a selling product, which is good. Correct. Is that that true? Okay.
1: That's true. But out of the number 50, one of those individuals could have sold 500 units of that Mm -hmm. product or just one. We don't know. They're just a unique number.
0: Right. Okay. So
1: so that's one of them. Um, I check out the refund rate. I don't want the refund rate to be really high. If I make a lot of money and I'm getting like 50% refund rates... It's not a cool thing to have your bank account go negative after right. you spent the money already. <laughs> it's, it's not a fun thing, trust me. So I want to make sure the refund rate is pretty low. You know, the commission, I try to make sure that the commission is at least 50%. I'm into doing high ticket sales. So anything that's like $1,000, my eyes automatically go to it. So uh, for me, that's, you know, a $500 to $600 commission. If I'm going to do the work, it's going to be the same amount of work for a low-ticket item as I am doing for a high-ticket item. So why not get paid like 100 times more for my efforts?
0: Right. Okay. So how do you grow your email list? What are your best tips for growing your email list
1: Ooh. so that
0: you have this great audience that wants to buy you know your products, but also the products that you recommend?
1: Yes. I love talking about email. Well, first of all, I have to tell you that email is not dead. There's a lot of people in 2020 talking about how email is dead. That's not true. As I said before, that just means they're not using email. And by the way, you probably got a whole bunch of emails from that individual <laughs> when their webinars or, or, their, or their product launch came up, which is kind of ironic. It's, it's really funny. Right. And so, you know, with the email, you grow your lists. Some of the best ways, obviously, is free organic traffic. Now, the problem with free and organic traffic is it costs time. I can teach anybody and everybody how to do that. If you don't have any money, it's one of the coolest and easiest ways to get involved in affiliate marketing. But you have to have time. If you do not have time, then you're looking into paid marketing. And so we have these things called lead magnets, which I'm pretty sure you use pretty often, Monica. Oh, yes. Yes. And so we lead with the lead magnet and we say, hey, I have something awesome for you. In order to get this awesome thing to help you accomplish whatever X is, we would like to have you exchange it uh, with your email address. So now I've captivated an email address in exchange for my good. So now at this point, I'm building up my email list, whether it's free traffic or paid traffic. Free traffic is a little bit more high quality. I've definitely found like within my blogging experience, the... Demographic is more responsive, which is awesome. But the affiliate marketing, they're not as responsive, but they buy a whole lot more. And so it's just a matter of just really rinse and repeat. You find a method that works. You don't have to hustle your butt off. You don't have to post links here and there and everywhere. You find something that works for you within your time, within your money constraints. And then once you find that one thing that works for me, that's solo ads. I do use Facebook ads as well, but I really love Facebook ads for actually promoting my coaching program and my Facebook consulting services thanks to the help of Monica because Mm -hmm. she's helped me fine tune my Facebook ads theory and all that stuff. But yeah, I really love solo ads as far as building my list.
0: Okay. So then you become the buyer of those clicks. So you work with other people and say, Hey, I've got this free offer. Is it your lead magnet or your paid product that you're offering when you are working with other people who have lists that you want to get in front of?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So on that point, I just tried something new, something different. Typically, I have a video course that I've created a long time ago, and I use that to promote a lot of things for myself to build a list that kind of helps with branding. And as they get my emails, I have a picture up there. I know some people say not to use a picture in your emails, but I like to brand. I want people to know that they're getting an email from an actual individual. At the same time, everything just it works very well when I use <laughs> the quiz style. Have you tried that, Monica? Have you tried like Facebook ads with surveys and quizzes when it has to actually interact with your lead magnet?
0: Yes, I've used tryinteract.com. Ooh. It's called Interact. And yes, so I ran a quiz for quite a while promoting my email list and getting people to engage and opt-in.
1: Yeah, so I don't know about you, but I found that when people interact with my quizzes and surveys, the quality of the individual is way higher.
0: Yeah, I found that too. I've done it with clients as well. And we found that too. I mean, people like to learn about themselves. And so if you're asking them questions where they get to you know, kind of discover their personality or whatever it is, then they're highly engaged and they want to get that answer. So they're willing to opt in.
1: Uh, yes, yes. Well, I've, I can definitely reflect that same thing with my solo ads. And I didn't even know that I could use surveys and quizzes with my solo ads. So now I'm gung-ho about this whole thing. Like I've created three different types of, of surveys. And uh, it's really boosted my engagement and it's boosted my sales as well.
0: So what tools are you using to create those surveys?
1: Mm hmm. Click funnels, plain and simple. Click funnels.
0: Do they have a quiz feature in their software?
1: They do. It's, uh, I'm not going to say it's the easiest thing, but you don't have to use their quiz style in order to call something a survey or not. So you have like their presets, but then you also have something simple by just having maybe a picture. And then on the bottom, you say, hey, Do you believe that you can lose 50 pounds in two days? And of course, this is a (laughs) fictitious example, but can you lose 50 pounds in two days and you put two buttons on the bottom, yes or no? And with those two buttons, when they click on it, you have a pop-up and a pop-up is just going to say in order to find out, I don't know, the results of this question, put in your email address and we'll send you the results and they'll do it. And so I've been getting about a 35% to 40% opt-in rate. Typically, my landing pages are about 50 to 60%. So that has dropped a little bit. But oh my God, when I tell you that the sales and the engagement is on another level, I'm sticking with this whole thing. It's very simple and it works very well. Did that make sense as far as the style, how I kind of did that thing with the quiz?
0: Right. Can you give us a link that we can put in the show notes, or you can say it here too if you have it ready. Just where we can see this in action, and then people can engage and and hopefully be quality quality people for your list if they if they want to.
1: Of course, I can do that for you. That's not a problem. I don't have it right now because it's super okay. long, but I'll, I'll just I'll create like a big. We'll bit put in it
0: in. The- we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, that'll be great. Okay. So you mentioned, so for traffic, free and organic traffic. So what would be your strategies there? Are you, are you talking about like SEO and Pinterest? Do you have any tips for us there?
1: It depends. Again, you know, this is the funny part about being a coach because one of my things that I hate when I was a student, I still am a student, actually. I'm in a couple of masterminds and stuff, but I hate it when coaches do not want to provide direction. I've paid thousands of dollars for a whole bunch of coaching I'm embarrassed to tell you how much money I actually paid for coaching in my past couple of years. And you have to ask the right question in order to get the right answers. But in this case, with your question, I say it depends because certain things work on Pinterest that will not work on YouTube. YouTube is a different audience. And so for me, I do a lot of free content for those who can't afford my products and my coaching on YouTube. And I say, hey, you go to my YouTube channel and you should be able to learn how to make $1,000 in 30 days on any of my videos. I have the confidence in that because that's what I teach. That's what I've been able to do. Pinterest, you will do SEO. Bloggers do pretty good with that. I know somebody who does flooring and they do all of that stuff, showing like the different floors and all that. She does extremely well on Pinterest. Pinterest isn't really for my market, like the make money online market. So I have to use either Facebook or YouTube. So it just really depends. I could see anything like health and wealth. I can see that doing pretty well because people are always looking at stuff on, on Pinterest. But whatever it is, whatever methods that you choose, you have to make sure that you have your affiliate link and you have to make sure that you have the links of your landing page. Many times we make the mistake of promoting something. Or doing the work and not really properly saying, hey, click this button.
0: So the call to action.
1: Yes. I gotta use the technical terms. I'm forgetting here.
0: <laughs> so I mean, so the answer is, you know, go to where your your people are, where your audience is. If they're hanging out on Facebook or YouTube, you know, go there. If they're hanging out on Pinterest, then make sure you're there, you know, giving them the offers to drive traffic
1: to. Yeah. I mean, do you have any recommendations? Like what are some some markets that you're thinking about? And I can tell you. In my experience, kind of like what platforms work for them. I'm putting you in the hot seat, Monica.
0: Put me in the hot seat. Okay. Give me some, some of your coaching. <laughs> um, so, for my audience, you know, my audience is, well, if you're following me for the Flourish of Seven Figures podcast, you're wanting you know, you're serious about growing a profitable, thriving business online. And then also, if you're interested in my Facebook ads content, then you're interested in, you know, using Facebook ads as a way to grow and scale your online business. So that's my audience. So where would you suggest for me?
1: For sure, YouTube. Definitely YouTube because people are always looking for things to make their Facebook ads run better. And also, people just have issues with Facebook ads, period. People are getting disapproved. And you and I both know when it comes to being disapproved on Facebook, it is not the best information out there to resolve your issue. (laughs) And so... (laughs) Finding information on that on YouTube is phenomenal. There are cool Facebook groups. Uh, You can find some really good active Facebook groups, which I'm very thankful for your group because that's why I blow your group up. I'm just, (laughs) I need help. There's a lot of good blogs out there as well. I would not recommend Pinterest. I would not recommend Instagram. So I would probably stick with Facebook groups and then also YouTube.
0: Okay. Very interesting. Okay, very cool. So, and then for the paid marketing, I mean, you and I love Facebook ads, but what other platforms have you tested with paid marketing for driving traffic?
1: Oh my God, what have I not? To grow
0: your list specifically.
1: Yeah, I've tried Rev Content, which is a form of native ads. You ever gone on like MSN.com and scrolled all the way to the bottom, and it's like this one simple trick in order to lose 15 pounds yes. in 20 days. And it's like a picture of a squeezed lemon. Or something. That's native ads. Okay. Native ads is pretty cool in the effect that you can kind of dictate how much you're gonna pay. And you know it's to a targeted audience. So your native ads, if you look at the bottom of the picture, most of the time it'll say like sponsored by, and it'll say Taboola or Rev Content or some of these other platforms out there. For my products, if I'm trying to promote to like an older audience, those websites like msn.com, they attract a certain demographic. And I know that my ads are going to be clicked and I can charge or I can request that I don't pay no more than 40 cents per click. So I know what I'm getting. Uh, So we got that. We have solo ads. We have Facebook ads. I'm going to try YouTube ads here pretty soon because I'm promoting my coaching. I've heard some awesome things about that and I want to compare it running video ads with Facebook ads. And I want to see like the difference between you two ads and and whatnot and see how it competes.
0: I love that. I'd be interested. Please share those results with us in the Facebook group. That would be so great.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun. I haven't really used Pinterest. I heard they're pretty expensive. But then again, I'm not an expert in that. I'm not going to make you fall for the whole thing of what I just described earlier when a marketer says, Pinterest ads don't work. They're not for me right now. I haven't tried it. Right. Yeah.
0: So, and you've, you've done a lot of testing with your Facebook ads. So what is working for you right now?
1: Oh, such a great question. I've recently been getting into chatbots. I've been avoiding chatbots like the plague, like it's been doomsday or something. And I've been using that and it's been great. So I've learned that I have this whole thing, right? That over the past year's We've been calling it the information age, right? You've heard that before? Oh, yes. Okay. So now we're getting into something of what I call the age of demonstration. So we've gone from the age of information to the age of demonstration where it's like, I've heard every single thing up and down, left, right. I can even tell you the information of what you're about to tell me. Now I need somebody to show me. I need somebody to demonstrate and prove these results that you've been talking about the whole time. I have the tools, I have the knowledge, but I'm stuck and I need somebody to show me. For that reason, people are going to pay big dollars for that. And so now people are just really tired of all the information and chatbots helps me through the demonstration because it gives interaction with the customer. And so now you get them to interact with you. They're involved in a process. They can say they want something or not. And you give them choices. People love to have choices because it feels like it gives them power over their decision. And so then when they purchase my coaching or high ticket item or whatever it is that I'm doing with my Facebook ads, I'm kind of demonstrating to them that going through my process works. And since that happens, they're more willing to love me in the service that I provide.
0: So how does that work? How do you initiate that conversation
1: mm. with the chatbot? Yeah, it's just like a regular ad. I don't know if it's legal or not. <laughs> Actually, ironically enough, I did just speak to a Facebook representative. I'm official now, Monica. I have my own re- representative now.
0: I love it. That's great. Yeah. You should definitely take advantage of those phone calls.
1: <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> it's been fun. But he looked at my ads because one of them got disapproved. And uh, I was able to take my mini chat URL. Mini chat, for those of you who don't know, is a chatbot platform that allows you to build a what people call a bot. And it's pretty much like automated information questions and whatnot. So I was able to put the URL inside of my ad and that initiates the conversation and I have people go through that and at some point sometimes I jump in there and actually jump on live or or not so that's the part of the interaction you know I give them options they can click they can dictate the outcome that they're going to have within my ad
0: So can you kind of walk us through what one of those chatbot conversations look like What is the initial question or what is in the ad that's getting them to click through? And it's totally legit, by the way. Facebook wants you to do this. They want you to use Messenger to have conversations with your audience. That's why you've been seeing it all over every time you, you know, if you go to a Facebook page that has Messenger active, then it'll pop up to initiate the message. So they want you to do this. And they, you know, of course, love it when you use this within ads because then you're spending money to get this in front of the audience. So, what does the flow look like? What is the ad like what does it offer in the ad to get them to click? What's that call to action look like? And then how does the conversation go from there?
1: Sure. This can be various different things. I've worked with other companies and stuff, like actual retail stores and and whatnot. And so it all looks a little bit differently, but essentially it's all the same. So we're sticking with the lead magnet, just like we did with solo ads. This is why affiliate marketing is so great. I'm not going back to affiliate marketing, but It's just the whole thing about the lead magnet. What are you leading with? So in my case, if I'm going to lead with a webinar, my ad's going to talk about a webinar, all the benefits and everything that it has. And they say, hey, I want to definitely engage with this webinar. I want to see what this guy's talking about. They click on it and then it's like, hey, how's it going? You clicked this link. Do you want this webinar or not? And if they just clicked on it because they're curious, they're not going to go to the webinar. So they're either gonna leave it alone or click no. Then if they click no, I can redirect them to something else. Maybe they're not interested in a webinar, but they might be interested in a digital product. So it's kind of like this storyline that they are going down where I've already dictated the outcome. I just give them the options of what they wanna choose. You know, if they click yes, obviously I direct them with URL link to wherever I go. I've seen somebody do this with furniture because he owns a furniture store and he had a sale. And he's like, had pictures up and the chat bot would have different pictures of the furniture that's on sale, high-end furniture. And it was like, do you like this or do you like that? How about with this lighting? And a customer is clicking, yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. And by the end, they're like, okay, so if I gave you this coupon right now, will you purchase? And if they hit yes, It would direct them to the website, to the order page with the coupon code, and they're ready to order. You've just walked them through to prime somebody who is cold into a warm to a hot lead by simply allowing them to dictate their own outcome with the chatbot.
0: I love that. And so with the demonstration, that's where you're kind of guiding through. Are you asking them like, you know, what is your biggest struggle right now? Or can I help you with this or that? Is that kind of what that looks like?
1: Yeah, it involves that, definitely. Typically, when it comes to demonstration, one, you're giving them a choice. And two, most of the time, you're giving them a service, not just another digital course or video course. These work very well. This is a disclaimer. These work very well if you have a high ticket. Again, there goes that word high ticket because I'm totally into high ticket stuff. But this stuff typically works very well with high ticket services. So, just to give an example, um, some of my Facebook stuff. Maybe uh, I went to target coaches, and I believe that I could bring you some excellent revenue and fill your pipeline with all types of leads with my services. So, they get into my chat bot, they watch my webinar, and they book a call with me, and hopefully, I'm able to sell them on something that's like three to five thousand dollars. So. Cool. Yeah. Works very well with high ticket things. Um, I wouldn't really recommend it with something that's a low ticket. I don't want to say it's a waste of time, but it's just not really going to be extremely profitable for you. So again, to answer your question, in a demonstration, they're going through my process, they're experiencing my process, and then they experience my service to get the results. And they've already been through that themselves. So I'm vetted by their experience.
0: I can see this. I mean, with our normal email funnels that we have, I know I've got my own email funnel and I can see this just being plugged in to the chatbot and you know keeping their engagement up if they're showing interest right now then I don't need to wait you know 5 to 7 days before I make my offer to my paid product you know they can go through the process now as they continue to engage and then they are introduced to the offer so I can see this working very well for like an evergreen funnel but then also like you said to lead people to the high ticket offer of like, okay, you know, now that I've been able to help you a little bit, would you like to book a call with me? Click here to schedule.
1: Yeah, it works perfectly. And just imagine, right, with the chat bot, you're even able to, to follow up with them just like email. And then if they fall off at some point, if you go live, if you do some type of free coaching or something, whatever the case may be, you can send those people messages through the chatbot just to let them know that you're still there. And at some point, because they see your face all the time, they're going to contact you again. You can even contact them and say, hey, I'm only accepting five people this month. I got a special going on. Please respond if you're interested. So even when they fall off, you still have the ability to get in contact with that person to help them get reengaged.
0: That's great. Okay. I love that strategy so much. Thank you for sharing that. So with your Facebook ads, so you mentioned that you bought the course when I first launched it and it was, it was early on. I remember you first messaged me on Facebook actually. <laughs> and you know, and you said that you were, you were eyeing my course and then eventually, you know, <laughs> then you purchased it and you've been a star student ever since. And so anyway so I want to thank you for that for your engagement and actually going through the course and taking action and I mean to your point earlier a lot of people they you know will buy course after course after course or jump into program after program after program mm-hmm. and they don't stick with one thing and really focus on it but you've you've done that and you've done really well with it and now you're teaching me you know how to <laughs> put together these tap up funnels. so I love it. So can you kind of go back to when you were first starting to like get interested in Facebook ads. What was your business like then? And what were your hesitations with getting started?
1: Oh my God, you're asking such a loaded question. Not that it's going to take me long, but I feel so bad thinking about this stuff right now. I took so many Facebook ad courses, Monica, it's not even funny. And none of it worked because I would get something, I don't know, like kind of hand-me-downs. The courses weren't brand new because at the time I couldn't afford a legit Facebook ads course because they were all $1,000. I don't know if you remember a couple years back, maybe probably 2014, maybe 2012. That was like the initial launching of the $1,000 to $1,400 products. Do you recall that at all?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Yes, absolutely.
1: That was... I didn't have that money, right? And uh, I mean, because you got to remember, like I squandered my wealth and everything with the real estate uh, being... Stupid with my profits, so that was tough. And I would find these products that were like two and three years old, hoping that Facebook would still return those profits to me. But you and I both know how fast Facebook ads change, the user interface changes, the rules change. So I would spend the three or four hundred dollars that the person in the course would say, and I would get no returns. So now I have. $400 in the hole. And I'm thinking, my God, like this just isn't working. But for some reason, like it worked for everybody. I saw the opportunity, it made sense. And so I would take whatever little extra money I would have and throw a little bit of money at it to see how it reacts. And I don't know if you remember back here, I think it was last year, I think I told you that I've been waiting to use ads for webinars. And I finally kind of figured it out. Do you recall that at all?
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: Yeah. So the whole webinar thing, when the webinars was like the perfect thing to do in those years, that was like my Achilles heel all that time because that's what everybody preached. You put in $200, you'll get $1,400 back. And so I was trying to figure that thing out. But long story short, I just tested and I tested whatever extra money I had, I would test. And then I took your course seriously. That was a transitional point in my life. I said, forget all the courses. If I go all in on one thing, because at the time I didn't even finish your course, it's was like, I can't expect to get these type of cool results. If I have not even really completed her course and taken her seriously, she's successful at what she does. People recommend her. So of course it has to work. And that was when I really took your course seriously. I started getting results. I began to experiment with other things. I remember (laughs) promoting a lead magnet in order to start growing my Facebook group. And then within my Facebook group, I had another link to a course of mine. And I got my first coaching client for like $700. Oh, the light went off at that point. It was just like, this thing works. I'm going all the way in. And so now you fast forward and I'm doing all types of stuff with Facebook ads.
0: I love it. And I know you've had some challenges, especially with, you know, being in the make money online space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can oh you, bad. can you talk a little bit about that and how, you know, what you've learned? <laughs> because I know there are others that, I mean, somebody was commenting on one of my ads the other day actually that she's having such trouble getting her ads approved. And this is something that we see and we talk <laughs> through. And, you know, you've got to be aware of the, Facebook guidelines, but you know, Facebook doesn't like it when people are talking about working from home or making money online. So how have you dealt with that?
1: You have to be a wordsmith ninja. <laughs> there is there's no way about it. I found myself going on google.com and typing the source so that I could see many different ways to use different words and stuff. But no, uh, you're definitely correct, especially right now in 2020. I don't know if I can say 2020 or not, because Maybe you want this to be an evergreen type of webinar podcast, Monica, so I apologize. But uh, we're going into the times of uh, elections. And I remember four years ago, I was trying to do radio ads for some stuff I was trying to do. I was trying to do a live event. And it was around kind of like this time going into October and stuff. My ads did not get any plays, even though I paid the money, because it was so such a crazy political atmosphere, people were dumping money into these avenues. Well, the same thing is happening with Facebook. Facebook has been under fire with some political stuff being used or abused improperly. And so now things are definitely tightening up if they haven't already. And now you have to be even more careful within the make money online niche. And so recently, one of my pages has been banned My main page, Antonio X. Carter, (laughs) where I run all my ads to, has been unpublished by Facebook. And uh, the representative guy, the Facebook representative guy, I got Mm -hmm. him to look at it, actually. And he said it was unpublished because they said, I can't remember the word, I improperly promoted jobs. I don't have jobs on on my page. It's a public figure page. But he said, my tagline, helping business owners to create an extra layer of income with affiliate marketing, I'm creating a job, Hmm. essentially using those words. I'm potentially using the job. So I have to rephrase everything. I don't say make money online. I use words like profitable. Uh, Instead of like make money, I say generate. Uh, I don't use the word income. And so you really have to be wordy. You can't really talk about the outcome As far as monetarily, you have to talk more about the benefits, not the features, but the benefits, like a life of freedom or living on a beach or something. And even with that, you have to kind of be careful. You just don't want to be like super spammy and and throwing monetary figures out there and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what we found too. Because some of our clients are in the you know the online business space as I am. And you've got to be careful about, you know, what you used to be able to say, mm-hmm. you can no longer say, or you've got to get creative in how you said it. So...
1: Can I uh, add something real quick, Monica?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: You mentioned in one of the videos before, I think it was actually training, one of your live calls. There are some individuals, some pretty prominent figures out there who will use those monetary values. Don't try to copy them. <laughs> <laughs> They may not be banned, but you will get banned.:
0: <laughs> That's true. I've seen that, unfortunately, I mean, I've seen you know us struggle with getting some ads approved using the same or you know similar language to what I'm seeing coming through my newsfeed at the same time. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if they just have more cloud or if they're spending more, mm-hmm. and so Facebook kind of turns a blind eye, but it's never consistent as to what Facebook will yeah. approve, because we'll have uh, we have this this week, actually two of our ads got rejected but we have the same ad just in different ad sets running yes <laughs> and that's totally fine but yeah. the other ads are you know are disapproved and facebook has told us that they will not be reapproved mm. and so it's never consistent which makes it kind of frustrating but how do you cuz you've been so so consistent with you know keeping going in the face of challenges mm-hmm. and rejected ads and now your page taken down how do you just kind of keep focus on the goal and keep going
1: yeah. Well, first of all, I would definitely admit that it is frustrating because you get in situations to where in our testing, as Facebook ads people, maybe we want to change out a picture and I'm kind of scared to change out of a picture or you know create a similar ad with a different picture because it's going to be disapproved. So they're closing something that is working sometimes. And really, there's no easy answer to this. You just have to prepare for the worst. <laughs> You literally... Well, I have to prepare for the worst. That's me and my experience. If something doesn't work, I'm an entrepreneur at the end of the day. I find a way to make something work just because there is an obstacle in front of me. I can't just throw up my hands and say, well, uh, I guess I'm done for today. Well, I got to call up the people. I got to go through some of the stuff. I have to appeal the ad and in hopes that they can give me reasoning. And sometimes... I've gotten good reply and good feedback. And I'm like, okay, I know not to make that mistake again. But other times you just have to really have the mindset that something may be rejected. If it does, you can't get upset about it because you're at the mercy of Facebook. They play by their rules. And if they tell you to change it, you have to change it. But just kind of know your parameters, know your guidelines. I believe if you stick by those guidelines... Eight to nine times out of ten, if it gets disapproved, it will get reapproved.
0: That's good. Yeah. And I mean, another thing that we've done with um, some of our clients just as backup is have a secondary ad account just mm-hmm. in case something yes. happens to the main ad account. You've at least got a backup, you've at least got a way. Cause I've I've known of people who have gotten completely shut down and, you know, Facebook is their main traffic source. So you don't want to be in that situation. Unfortunately, that's just the way that it is nowadays. And like you said, you know, as we go into the political season um, with the election that they may get more stringent. So just be aware, but you know, don't give up also because you and I have both seen and, you know, and the potential with Facebook ads. So if someone was thinking about getting started with Facebook ads, but they were a little bit hesitant they're you know, 2020 is a crazy year. I'm not so sure. (laughs) Now's (laughs) the time. And, you know, what would you say to them?
1: I would definitely get involved with a community like yours. And I'm not saying that to simply promote Monica's podcast and her course, but I do recommend it. And because there's not a lot of communities out there who support and do the things that Monica's course does. And do you like how I'm talking to you in third person? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so great, thank you. Monica's course is phenomenal because for me, I knew that if I put in the work If I was wrong, I can hop on a live call with Monica personally. What? I I can talk with Monica and she can actually look at my ads. That is phenomenal. At the same time, I can give feedback or I can get feedback either way within a Facebook group, people who are actually getting results and stuff as well. So that's really my advice. Not necessarily just to buy Monica's course, but really, if you're going to get... Let's say if you're starting from zero and you want to get involved in ads... Get a course that has a community, an active community, because you have to get dirty. There's no other way. You're not going to be able to watch YouTube videos the whole time. You're going to run into problems. You're going to get things disapproved. And there's just so many objectives and so many different things you can do. Uh, The ad copy, all of that uh, is really good to have a supporting system within a community to help with that. So that's my recommendation.
0: Well, thank you for that. So, and yeah, those group coaching calls, we do the group coaching calls twice a month and we have hot seats and you can jump in too, even if you haven't submitted to be in the hot seat. And I'm happy to look at, you know, we share screens and I can look in your ads manager and give you feedback on your campaigns. And it's a lot of fun for me because I mean, I just geek out about Facebook ads and strategy all the time. So I love seeing new opportunities and new you know, new strategies and different audiences and different ads and different offers. And it's a lot of fun. But yeah, we have a great time in the, in the Facebook group and on the group coaching calls. So thank you for that.
1: Not a problem. Gotta love the hot seat.
0: <laughs> so where do you go from here? What is next for Antonio? What's coming up for you?
1: Mmm nothing but sunny skies hopefully. I'm really focusing on my coaching. <laughs> I've paid a lot of money for some for some masterminds, I'll just put it that way. And uh I'm really taking my coaching to the next level so I have that program and also my consulting. Like my I do a little bit more than Facebook ads if you haven't been able to tell. I've tried all types of marketing and and make money online stuff under the sun. So I'm able to provide that as like business consulting to others so that you don't have to go through what I went through I can just take you straight to the results I so that. yeah that's great
0: I love that too I mean you've done a lot of coaching you know as you said and you know you've kind of you know run through it you know what doesn't work you know you can fast track your experience mm. by hiring a coach, somebody with the experience so that you don't have to make the mistakes or go down the wrong path. Or you know you can learn from their lessons learned. So I myself have invested a lot in coaching as well. And that, I mean, no doubt has attributed to the fast growth of my business. The fact that I was able, you know, I was willing to reinvest in my business to get that coaching and support to help me fast track. So I'm a huge proponent. I love that you coach people and help people accelerate their success yeah. with affiliate marketing. So,
1: there's one thing I haven't completed yet. What is that? I have to get on the team, the starting 5 with Monica and her team. Whether I have to tie your shoes or or just hang up a picture behind the wall behind you like I got to start working with you Monica. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure out.
0: Okay. Well, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, so Antonio, where can people go to learn more about you, to sure. you know, reach out and get in touch with you? Where should they go?
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, you can go to AntonioXCarter.com. I actually have something called a Power Toolkit, which has an enormous wealth amount of affiliate products and stuff that I've promoted, both high ticket and low ticket, worth well over $1,000. You can get that at AntonioXCarter.com slash Toolkit, You can just download it.
0: Cool. Okay. We're going to put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing all your expertise with us today. I really appreciate it. It's always great to chat with you, Antonio. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: I greatly appreciate the time. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: I want to thank Antonio once again for joining me on the podcast today and sharing his story and wisdom with us. I, for one, can't wait to test out chatbot funnels. Be sure to grab his affiliate marketing power toolkit at antonioxcarter.com/slash power toolkit. And Antonio and I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from this interview. Share those with us in the comments at com slash 64 or tag us on Instagram. I'm at Flourish with Monica and he is at Antonio X Carter. You'll find all the links and resources that we mentioned today in the episode at com slash 64. And I want to thank you so much for joining Antonio and me today. If you are ready to scale your business with Facebook ads, then I want to let you know that my next live Facebook ads challenge is coming up. I've done a few live challenges and they have been a ton of fun. And most importantly, the participants have gotten great results. You can sign up to be the first to be notified when the challenge goes live at monicalouis.com slash challenge. And if you're interested in learning more about Flourish with Facebook ads, which is my signature training program that Antonio and I chatted about, go to monicalouis.com slash flourish. This program is for those who are serious about implementing a high converting Facebook and or Instagram ad strategy to grow and scale their businesses. Check it out at monicalouis.com slash flourish. And if you're interested in learning more about how my team and I might be able to help you with your Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest ads, go to slash wwm. We have information there about our services. And as I mentioned, we'll have all the links and resources that were mentioned in today's show in the show notes. You can find those at slash sixty four. If you found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast. It really helps get the podcast found by more people in Apple Podcasts and also Stitcher and Spotify. And subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Brand new episodes come out every single Thursday. And next week, I've got another great episode heading your way. Please join me for next week's episode of the Flourish to 7 Figures podcast. That's all for today. Take care, stay healthy, and let's flourish.